0: Whiskey in the name, and I'm I'm Jake um, Huckatino, and your friends are here, this this is gonna happen
1: quite a bit, but yes, welcome back to the Key and Late Podcast, the premier ski podcast now with the mention of whiskey in its title, we are back in the basement, Lakeview East Chicago, Illinois, and this is uh, your kind of real host, Jake Cookie, along with me, Matt Brown, hello, I'm not sure why he's here, he broke into our house and joined me, and
0: I've been here for days,
1: days, and we were gone for the weekend, so I'm glad you are house watching. You're welcome. Yeah. We have a full table here this afternoon, um, well, this evening, with a full table of whiskey, some Modellos to join us. Cal McDonald, welcome back.
2: Not a problem. Hello, everybody.
1: Yeah. Want to introduce the rest of our guests?
2: Yeah. Actually, I'll do one and you do one.
1: Okay. You choose which one you want to do.
2: So um, this is a guest that we first time appearance on the podcast, oh. the Keen Lake Whiskey Podcast, oh, 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 oh. Um, and someone that has big plans coming up in the future. I'm sure we'll hear a little bit about that, but has been holding it down in uh on north avenue at eta this is mr geo ladies and gentlemen what's going on everybody
1: welcome to the very first recording you'll ever have and the last recording you probably will ever seek out <laughs> with <laughs> us, well, with, well, us. Well, with us well, us. well thanks, thanks, with thanks us. for the introduction with us, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you also, know are I was we so...
0: killing this poor man
1: <laughs> i'd like mess. him maybe he's gonna kill us
0: this is true fair enough the pod from the South. Side. <laughs> the, the
1: podcast the podcast is yours. Uh, also okay. with us is Chris Blantner, the Urban Bourbonist. Welcome back, Chris.
3: Thank you very much, as always, for inviting me back.
1: Um I haven't seen Chris since Wilson's wedding two weeks ago. Uh Wilson was supposed to be here, but apparently he's still on his honeymoon.
2: Congrats, Wilson. <laughs> um I was just gonna say that. that, it's funny that he's not say- on his honeymoon. He's, <laughs> just, <late. laughs> he's just He's just he's running a little bit late. Um, But I did actually sit, Gio was like, oh, like, you know, what's the name of the podcast so I can check it out or whatever? Mm. And I sent it through, sent him the website. And I was like, I wonder if like Gio's actually going to listen. And the first episode that he listened to was the one that we recorded when we were blasted the other day (laughs) down here. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. And 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 now much to my, both surprise and delight, geo said do you know what actually man i really identified with a lot of that stuff because hmm. you're right i wouldn't buy anything from you if you came and selling to me and i was like well at least we talked some amount of sense on that night. if we were selling <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I, I didn't really edit that podcast probably the first one i just put up no he was he was talking about how we'd said on that one like you know you go into scope the place out. right no i mean
4: like if, mm. if you just walk right in
2: if you just walk right
4: in and you're just like come right in this is my product and you don't sit down hi hello how are you how are you oh, yeah. it's just there's no difference than like if i work with you man if i if I work with you and you walk in and you already got a grief with whatever the shift's gonna be mm. like you just at least just ask me how my day was and then we could talk about whatever we want to do from there like i really like honestly love hospitality i want to i want to know how you're actually doing and right if, if you're only selling something then i'm not I, really that interested you know? i am
1: like somehow a little bit impressed by those distributor guys that can walk in and just do that like they just kind of own a room without even saying hello or don't even have any sort of hospitality whatsoever. They just walk in and like greg uh here again back oh i want to try this and that got all these new things for your day and just go right into it and just kind of run around your day like wow that was really impressive i i can barely
4: say hello <laughs> but i'm like how much are they actually selling right, right. <laughs> like, like they can annoy the hell out of you but True. i they selling True. anything you they know? might get
1: that that day with you they might get you know some new movements, some new SKUs put on the shelf because you're an ambassador with them or something like that but uh yeah, you always wonder on the return and in the investment when they go back for the second or third time.
2: Is is this your first ever podcast, Gio? Yeah,
4: absolutely, my first podcast. Uh, it's it's not my first ever doing it. Um, oh, I mean, doing it, yes. Listening to it, no. Oh, okay. oh i like, <laughs> like I'm like, like, this is like, I'm like is it, it's just conversation, is really what it is with microphones, right? right? And yeah. it's like, it's so intimidating <laughs> knowing that it's gonna be. I'm like. Someone wants to listen to anything I want to say. I'm like, That's wild. <laughs> no, listen to do that
2: all the time.
1: No, it it's a great you know kind of entry point to the conversation because we were talking about that. We talk about it all the time. How how do you go into a bar and sell whiskey? When is the right time to approach the bartender? Ask for the bar manager. Ask for the buyer, especially if it's a busy night. We typically, rule of thumb is we don't go in and do anything after Thursday nights. You know, we don't want to bother anybody on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Um, and then you know. Do you go in more than once? Do you go in like a second time and ask for, ask to say hello and here I am, here's my card, or the first
4: time, is it cool to give a card and you know try to pour your whiskeys there for the staff? I think, the, I think for me being an ex bar manager, the coolest thing to do is just get your name there and for me to associate with you as a friend, right? Mm-hmm. If, if I think of you as, as a guy that I wanna hang out, then I wanna have your product there because I want you in my bar. Right. I don't want you to come in and be at my bar all the time, knowing that you might be that kind of annoying guy that I don't even want to be around. So I'm like, I definitely don't want your product. But on top of that, I would say
2: absolutely on
4: that on that Tuesday where it might be kind of scarce and I'm working. It's really nice to know that you just like tip me 20 percent on a tab that wouldn't have been that large or. Or been that insightful or that kind or, you know, I might have that one person I was dealing with that's kind of eh, not not who I want to deal with. And you're the light at the end of the tunnel. And then you leave me with like a little bit of something to like work with. And like I can make a cocktail with it. And next time we could like flow on that. Yeah, that's I don't know. It's. It's, it's, it's a whole bunch of factors. I think it just comes down to just being genuine. Right. Really what it is. That's a good point.
1: I mean, I was at a bar for the first time. It was like two or three weeks ago. I was sitting at a bar, and bartender came up and he goes, Hey, do we know each other? I'm like, I don't think so. He goes, Are you in some band? I'm like, No, no I'm not. <laughs> 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 you, I mean, it's the, the hair.
5: It's, it's the hair.
4: And he's handsome as hell. Yeah, no did you used to have your ears stretched Yeah. At yeah, one point? Yeah, 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 well, there we go.
2: Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things fighting, you know. Well,
1: and I was like, Oh, no, I'm not. And... I didn't even know what the band was, but I was like, no, I'm not actually sell whiskey and hang out at bars like this. He's like, oh, well, what whiskey do you sell? And he didn't never heard of Star Wars. It's like, hey, here's a little sample of it. I'm like pulled out one
2: of your sample bottles.
1: I was like, samples coming out of me. Open, open my jacket up, show my array of bottles, and he chose a few. But yeah, I left the bar there, and it was the first time I'd been in there. As a sales I hung out in the bar and hung you know, whatever, had a good night there, but never went in there officially for business. And that was so that was the first night, but I think that uh, that conversation that I guess comfort out comfort zone wanna have with somebody was already breached in a good way, so we just kinda went right into whiskey and hanging out and making cocktails together that
4: night. I mean, isn't most good like business done from just the fact that you like the people and you trust them? Yeah, genuine perspective of people. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: yeah, and especially in, in bars and what, whether, whatever it is to do with alcohol, it's all about, it's all really about repeat business as well. So, like, say you do have a great sales pitch, but you're a fucking dickhead, and then you come in.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: that brown. 60% of this table relates to that. But what, um, What's your approach, Matt?
0: Well, I go in, I uh, say, <laughs> I who's the manager here? <laughs> I, I say that to the host before she's even asked me a question. And then um, I go and sit <laughs> at the bar and I really spread out. So I have manspread? Yeah, I have I put my bag on one chair, the chair to the right of me and I empty out all of my bottles and I put them on the bar to the left of me. I so wish- I'm efficiently taking over three seats at the bar. Uh, what I'm actually doing <laughs> is I'm um, sitting you know in my car very, listening so yeah <laughs> I'm very uncomfortably self-consciously sitting in my car for about five minutes <laughs> looking at Twitter <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, trying I to get out I <laughs> get the courage up
0: <laughs> I, I get out I go and sit at the bar <laughs> and I look at the menu and I order a drink or you know just o- order a coffee or something yeah. I, I'm taking up uh, real estate at the bar. Mm. You know that I'm being respectful. I Precious think. real estate these days. Right. Well, we're getting back to this the normality. Is, this yeah. is I'm being al- I'm alone because there are times where you're you I have think a lead. I'm
5: alone now. You
0: have a lead, and um, you're there at a specific time where it's you know it, you're you're in a Delilah's kind of situation. Hey there,
1: Delilah.
0: Uh, early on, we're doing just. Uh, <laughs> Fuck with Word association stuff. An old map round favorite. Yeah. So if you're, if you're at, that is, that's what, the first thing is what I'm doing if there's no like express directions mm. of what I'm doing. If I'm, if it's delilah situation where it's 12 to 5 on a Tuesday and you are a rep there in line to pitch a thing, yeah. then it's kind of like, oh yeah. Pressures off. Whole
1: different thing, yeah.
0: But if I'm cold calling, yeah. Unless I'm,
1: my. C- Kicks you out for talking shit about the bills, yeah, or something like that.
0: Ooh, it's only happened
1: once to me. So <laughs> I, I'll
0: tell you, I'll I have a, I have a good I have a good Mike story. Oh, please uh, share. Yeah, so uh, it was a beer rep from a West Coast brewery. How are things on the West Coast? So <laughs> I can't believe I let a little pause in there during you talk. <laughs> so um, so so uh, they were trying to pitch Mike on a very similar um beer on draft mm. they specifically wanted this beer on draft and it was almost an identical beer to a blueberry sour that Lowrez was running Ooh. big mistake so you're seeing you're looking at <laughs> you're looking at the draft list and you're saying here's a Chicago brand that I have a similar beer of and I'm gonna yeah and this is a pretty big West Coast distillery and they I'm were trying to upstage them yeah and they are a ho- homing beacon like right on this on this beer um mike tries a couple of their beers the conversation turns back to this blueberry sour like such a specific fucking beer if uh, you can't even sell cans into a place um at a place that has a blueberry sour on draft and mike says you know quite frankly it's not gonna fly here that barrel is two hundred dollars versus the low-res barrel i get for 180 Hmm. you know Still not cheap, you know. You know beer prices, Geo. You know that's not uh, 180 barrels not cheap.
1: But at the end of the day, saving twenty dollars and pouring pints that way—it's a lot more money.
0: So the beer rep says twenty bucks. Is that the only difference here? Hmm. And Mike said yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm picturing this right now. (laughs) We're done, (laughs) and that was it.
2: Yeah.
1: So there. Was it a person that actually flew in from the West Coast? I was visiting, or just a rep?
0: That wasn't clear. I'd never, I, I, have never seen that person right. before or since. Yeah. But I'm not in the beer world, so I inter- I, I, my sphere is smaller. Mm.
1: Chris, when you walk into a bar, do you say, "Hey, I'm an influencer. Let's talk whiskey"? <laughs> <laughs> I do not do that. <laughs>
3: Darn no, it! No, why not? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll think about it. But
1: no, I would, I would never do that. Do you ever walk into bars and does that? conversation come up naturally i mean obviously you know a lot about bourbon you know about whiskey so i assume that there is a mutual conversation that can occur between you and the bartender um plenty of conversations you know
3: i mostly like to like when i'm looking at a cocktail or asking about a cocktail and they're not clear on what they're making it with Mm -hmm. that's when my questions start flowing like what
1: god bless you because that's, that's our struggle every day it's like yeah. we want our names on the cocktail menu if we're gonna be on their baby and
3: there's so many places that don't say what they're making the cocktail with so like that's usually like where i'll start the conversation of well what are you using like what's your what can you put in it what do you have mm. you know because you know some places don't they'll have a whiskey list but not everything's on there right sometimes and so but I never, I would never, drop an influencer type thing going into a going
1: into that, a. That happened a, to Brittany and I the other night. Really? Yeah. The guy came up to us. and he goes, "I'm a whiskey influencer." I'm like, oh wow! Please influence me. <laughs> That's
4: <laughs> very wow. strange
1: occurrence, especially with Brittany, who used to run social media for help run social media for Jim Beam. So and if, I, if I do in,
4: interrupt, I mean, like, please. The, the the best part, the best time to ask me is when I have like every single shaker. Every oh, yeah. 10 open, right? Yeah, yeah. And every single mixer flipped up, and I'm building 12 cocktails. And you go, What's in that? What's in that? Why is it green? Mm. Mm. Should I get one of those? And I'm like, I- I'll make all of these for you if you just let me get this one ticket. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'll fit just right <laughs> in with,
1: with the uh, sardonica personality right there. I love it very much. Um, no, but it is always a little bit of an odd entry point for ambassador salespeople to walk into a bar because you don't want to do it. Most people, uh, most people, I think, are pretty cool at heart, but you never want to be the asshole that stands out because you were the asshole at the bar.
2: Callum? Uh, no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. I, I was going to ask I was going to ask our, a different To po- our resident <laughs> asshole, Callum.
2: <laughs> I actually have a weak question. Yeah. I was going uh, yeah. uh, to transition I to another
1: question because Matt Brown brought the questions today. <laughs> uh Welcome to Map Around
0: Question Podcast, the uh, first podcast with Map Round in the title. And my <laughs> guests today are Jake Hacchino. How are you, Jake? Welcome to the
1: podcast. I'm just odd after like four or five years of knowing you, you still can't say my last name. Jake Henderson. Welcome to the podcast.
0: <laughs> Jordan's brother.
2: <laughs> I, I was actually gonna. I was actually gonna ask this. Um, is that a legal thing? Say, for example, Chris comes to the bar ETA. At and you say, "Oh, I'm going to make you." We were just talking about these uh, cosmopolitan, right? I don't, I doubt that's your cocktail of choice. <laughs> it is, but look, Not usually, come on, vodka, hey, pink, whatever. It's pink. Yeah, yeah. yeah come on, man. <laughs> hey. Got to make it. Got to drink it. <laughs> so, if he if he says if he asks for a specific vodka, um, and you have it, like, is there a legal thing where you have to make it like that? Or, for example, if he asks for, if he asks for a specific specific vodka and you don't have it, do you have to go back legally to him and like have that cleared? Because I was actually just reading about this in Nevada. You do?
4: I didn't. I n- I never oh, knew really? that. I just, I just, I go off the fact that if they're sitting at my bar, they're gonna see me raise a bottle that's not theirs, and I don't want to deal with that. Like, I would never like give somebody something that wasn't mm. what they asked for. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean, if you ask me for something and we're out of it, I'm not just gonna be like, oh well. Uh, I'll just throw whatever my well is. They'll never know. I'm like, <laughs> no, they're gonna want. They can see me, man. I'm like, I'm like right there. I'm right. right there. So, absolutely, I'm gonna be like, hey man, we're out of x vodka would you like y vodka and they'd be like that's fine i'm like all right cool this and the, it all tastes yeah. the same anyway <laughs> it's all gluten-free okay anything <laughs> distilled is gluten-free allegedly allegedly, yeah. allegedly. Yeah. it's not from texas but it's 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 gonna be all right
1: how is that uh conversation or relationship with reps changed since covid and all that like we were talking about earlier taking up that real estate that bar space we didn't want to do that for months upon months as reps about going in there and now we're you know, we're full capacity, there's less laws, more people are vaccinated, I think. Decline in COVID ratings uh, when it comes to positive tests, so is it changing more now?
4: I think, for me, um, when I came back, I was I was the existing bar manager. And it really made me think about how much you guys actually think about us. Which oh, it, uh, it made me actually think about how much... We've done our job whether, guys. Whether read. whether it be well whether it be from you guys directly or the brands directly, it made me actually think big brands want us to succeed. And whether it be through big tips or or packages when we weren't even working, you know, mm-hmm. like I would have some of these some of these old reps that I knew be like, "Hey, how you doing? I'm gonna send you this meal." Right. that was wild to right. think that like someone thought about me like i've only served you a, a handful of times or gone out to a party and like i don't even remember that party you know what i mean and like for you to be like no are one you does. are you no no <laughs> one does but to be like hey are you doing all right you haven't had a paycheck in the x x amount i don't even know if you're getting the unemployment um to to reach out and be like hey i have food for you mm. you like that that's wild and then when we reopen. It wasn't like, hey, and I realized this was the big distribution teams weren't pushing liquors. They were saying, just get on your feet. Yeah. And that meant a lot. And it it meant a lot to me. And now I'm starting to see everyone come back and I'm starting to see a better generation. So the people who are actually good at their jobs are the ones who actually stayed around. All the the little C tier, B tiers are gone. Mm. And the A tiers are still there. And it's great because it's kind of cut some of the static out. Why? Are, yeah. why is Matt Brown still around? Man, well, I was going to say, <laughs> no, they, but definitely <laughs> their, they definitely missed uh, that.
1: It's a very thoughtful perspective to have because I think we feel the same way too. There's a lot of people selling real estate these days that were selling whiskey just six, eight months ago, um, and yeah, I, yeah, quite literally as well. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. That's not just a no. Some turn of some price. of those, you know, they had no control of the circumstances whatsoever. Others were like, hey, I can sell anything. I'm going to go into this market that's doing really well and I can make a lot of money from that versus this market that's kind of stagnant right now mm. because people are going to the liquor store and reaching for five brands uh, when it comes to whiskey and other five brands when it comes to tequila and they're um, macro breweries too um, when it comes to that too. And
2: quick, quick little in and out uh, when it comes to going to liquor stores. Well, and one of the things, and Gio, I want to kind of bring you into this as well. And um, One of the things that we talk about a lot is, you know, how the, the smaller craft distilleries had such a tough time you know smaller businesses especially um and but last week we had a conversation we we haven't released the podcast yet but we had a conversation with two gents that had started their own business and i kind of wanted to use that talking about those smaller businesses to kind of channel into the next thing the next thing for you because you have some big plans on the horizon a couple things like okay yeah
4: Couple things. I mean, yeah, I, 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 you channel, channel first, and I'll, I'll I'll go back into what I what I'm. What uh, no, I'm no, doing, I was just I, I, you know I I just think... as the guy from the small
1: distillery goes into the bathroom <laughs> and doesn't close the door completely. <laughs> um,
2: that wasn't me by the way. No, 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 no. <laughs> of course, no. <laughs> hold it up there. Um, no, I just think we and we touched on this last week, and it, it'll be episode one fifty two. I think when it comes mm-hmm. out Wednesday, um, just uh, well, how amazing it is that people Wednesday. are like even it's almost like people have thrown caution to the wind with uh, with COVID, and their business ideas that they didn't do before that they'd maybe been harboring mm. they've been like fuck it i've got to do it now like this is my chance to make it big is that kind of how you feel is that what happened to you did this did the COVID thing kind of give you a kick up the backside and you were like god i need to i need to get moving
4: i mean i i think i recentered into a focus that i never had you know like mm. i think i re are, I refocused into a center of being of like man I never knew I'd miss my family this much. I didn't know I wasn't even making time for my family. I never knew that was a thing. You mm, know, yeah, yeah. I was just I, I like I'm a fifteen year old veteran of this of of the industry. Mm. And it's always been grind, grind, grind. You know, I'm a bartender now, but I started as as a cook and it's always been go forward. And you look back and you're like, man, I miss I miss life, right? So mm. I refocused that and I want to start doing me and I want to start doing these pop-ups and I, and, and I started cooking a lot more and I'm like, man, I think I could do this. I, I have, I have all the attributes to do that. I have, I have the team. I have people around me who would, who would willingly work for me. So why would I not try to make this happen? You know? So, um, I don't know. I started thinking about a thing called Keeler club and Keeler is the street I grew up on, on the South side. Back when I was a kid and it's Chicago so so the food that mm-hmm. I want to cook is things that I'm inspired by so it's everything I grew up in Chicago so everything's everything's I, local a, everything, everything's, everything's local, local and it's I man anything between Mexican food I grew up I, I remember walking across the street It's like 10 years old and had my first taco. You know what I mean? And I was like, mom, why did you ever cook like this? Like, <laughs> what? like what? Like uh, we eat green beans in a, in, a, right. in a glass dish in a yeah. microwave. Like this guy's got carne asada. What? <laughs> <Every day. laughs> you know, but, um, and, 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 uh, I started thinking about killer club and I, I started making menus and one of my long, long good friends, <laughs> Alexander Willis, Alex Willis, a hey, will. That's my homie. Like, I know he's gonna listen to this. He's like one of my best friends. He was my station partner in culinary school. He moved back. Oh, wow. He moved back. He was on the East Coast. He's at Martha's Vineyard. And this dude has been written up all over the place. You know, I've always looked up to this homie. I've always looked up to him. And I was thinking about Killer Club. I was like, man, I need a chef because I want to work the front of the house. I want to do more of the front of the house. I want to have a little bit of say in the food, but not like not so I would stop like put anybody's like fire out.
2: You don't, you don't want to have to be needied in there.
4: No. Yeah. I want to make sure that everyone's good in the front. I want to make sure the cocktails are fine. I want to make sure that not even just the cocktails. Cocktails are great, and that's mm. great. But I want to make sure that, that, that the relationship with my guests is awesome. And he moves back to Chicago and hits me up, and I'm like, yeah. so I'm doing this like pop-up. And he's like, I kind of want to do that too. And I was mm. like, wait, 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 wait. Like do you like this dude's been written up in like food and wine. He's been like at the James Beard house I was like, You wanna do it with me too? I was like, I can't even like I can't even put a flame to your wick. And like he's like, Cool. So we're gonna be doing this crazy pop up. Um it's gonna be like Lebanese, Italian, French, meets Midwest fat boy food. So Ooh. it's just overindulgent. Man. Nice. So like in Montreal they have this like crazy, like overindulgent food scene with yeah. like Joe's beef, right? right, right, right. I was like, man, we could do that shit here. We could do that here. We could honestly do that here and have fun. Like with like, people in the Midwest love to drink and they love to eat and be over and build it. They don't care if they can't go home and have sex because they're too full. Like <laughs> that's the truest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I need that on a t-shirt yeah. Yeah. from <laughs> from your place. It's
0: uh, it's changed my life to um, have sex before you go out for dinner. You do that at like 4:30 p.m. Don't do it after you've been out for the night has, okay
1: has there ever been wiser words ever spoken on this podcast
0: no and welcome to wiser words never before on a podcast <laughs> with matthew brown uh like to uh um, introduce my first guest jacob hoagie yep you got it
1: hoagie fits in i was gonna say you could throw all that on a hoagie and oh, there yeah, you yeah, go yeah
4: yeah <laughs> um, sorry what's a hoagie what, uh, what's a hoagie? You know, big bun, yeah, sandwich of sorts. You there's no haggis on it. I'm uh, sorry, no, no <laughs> haggis. Uh, hagi- haggis hoagie? sounds no kind of good though. Hoagies, yeah. no, no haggis, no tendons on top. I a haggie? Yeah. <laughs> I
1: would actually probably eat a haggis ho- hoagie before I eat just haggis by itself. <sighs> Yo, true. Drip some like cheddar cheese on there on top of there. Oh, oh, oh man, anything to cheddar cover up
2: that. you be in. But no, i I think yeah. that was what I was saying last week, man. I think the concept sounds so great. Um is there uh is there a timeline you know
4: I mean so I don't know the infancy things of everything you know um 25th is gonna be our friends of family so it's gonna be super exclusive like it's not, not to October? be like yeah uh, uh, October so 25th oh. is gonna be our first one it's gonna be, tell, to me it's, it, tell me all the information it, so yeah. so so the 25th October is my first friends of family G-I-O-A-K-A-S-E-A-N on Instagram is my. Handle right. Keto Club is not live because we don't have any content to put towards that. So the friends Mm -hmm. and family, we're gonna be like, it's gonna be super dope. It's gonna be cost at cost. So like, most of people are come, they're gonna pay like fifty bucks, which is like a fine dining dinner, not pretentious at all though. Because that thing is like, I can't do like fine dining. Like a, I don't like lukewarm food, (laughs) and b, I don't like small portions. Like I'm a, I'm a chubby kid. Like (laughs) if I go home hungry, I'm mad. So. Um, <laughs> I'm mad. And so we're going to have this and we're going to get, we're going to get all of our content together and things will change. We're going to do a la carte. We're going to do a la carte pop-ups yeah. at different restaurants that are closed on Mondays and we're making our database of Beautiful. what's closed on Mondays and what are we doing? We're so reaching like out ghost to kitchens, owners. Kind of. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Ghost kitchens. But like in the aspect that like, I want that business to promote us so we can promote them as well. So we can bring some of our from people. our last pop-up to theirs. And oh, they're like, oh, I never knew this was a restaurant that was open here. You know? And then I'm people are like, tomorrow. I never knew that yeah. Killer Club was a thing. And so we could promote everybody. I feel like the industry needs to promote each yes, other more. Within, yeah, yeah Absolutely. Like I I don't want to fight you. Like I I'm I'll like we you. both work. No, th- oh, I'll, fight I'll fight you right now. <laughs> right now. Oh, let's go. This is a I didn't know that. My girlfriend
1: yeah, this so is a
3: This is a fight club Welcome to
1: Fight Club Podcast. I'm the Mateo Brown, fight Club <laughs> premier,
0: premier, premier fight Flight club, now Whoa. with club in its title. Whoa. Wilson's in the house. Wilson is definitely in the house. Can you Welcome ner- to Wilson Podcast with Matt Brown. And uh, now with the, the the term Wilson in the title, <laughs> we have been talking for an hour. In comes Wilson Ramos. Oh, wow. We He's wearing a, little... a gray Heather Union horse logo t-shirt, a black cap Beautiful blue jeans and he is dripping wet. It is rainy here in Chicago. And he still has shoes on, too. And he's still in his shoes on, and yeah. that is not good for the carpets. Ooh, these beautiful plush carpets. You've never seen so much plush carpet. And Jake vacuums it every single day to keep those allergens low. <laughs> and he has these wonderful uh, dehumidifiers and rehumidifiers. And he has air purifiers, all keeping this house beautiful and clean, only for J- uh, for Wilson's wet, sopping body to come in. And I'm going to throw it over to Wilson Ramos Torres to talk. And he's still hugging people, and he will get to it. And he is silencing his phone. He is putting his phone down. He is looking around for a chair to sit on, and he is going to find it. And it, it happens he to be Chris Plattner's lap, and he's going to talk right now.
6: I just need a quick beer right quick.
1: You can have Callum's open beer.
3: Good luck editing this, Jake.
1: Uh, I think we're just going to have to leave that all in because, you know, what else could we possibly do there? Yeah,
2: because fuck editing it, man. You know, it's, uh,
1: it's, it's Monday, and we don't have time to do all those kind of things right now. Uh, Wilson, man Yeah, well, we need to get Wilson on the microphone um, Gio, we need to get back to everything you just said But Matt interrupted it all that I don't remember Anywhere <laughs> <where> <laughs> Matt, we were at.
4: I, I, If this is not a Friday night to me, you know <laughs> Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm going to hit the head anyway Oh, so uh, here we go there I'd we go. like
3: to know that Instagram handle again Yes, please yeah, absolutely. So,
4: so my Instagram handle, which I'll be plugging into Keeler Club um, Is G-I-O-A-K-A-S-E-A-N and that's yeah, that's my that's my Instagram. You'll see all the like the cooking escapades I had, and like dude, I've I, like this this summer we went wild, we went wild. So like all the industry friends would be over every single Monday, so we'd have like we'd have everybody over on Mondays, and it was just like to uh, your home or yeah. to a restaurant, yeah, yeah, just to the home. I was like, I bought like a new like smoker, so sure, I bought like a pit barrel, and yeah. We were just doing ribs. I was like at some points I was doing like eight racks of ribs. My girlfriend, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's six people coming over. <laughs> so, so I'm
0: going to I'm going to ask you to um boil it down for us a little bit here. We talk Chicago, you talk Southside. Are you a big barbecue guy are you a Lem's guy? What where's your barbecue uh, a, allegiance uh lie here? And you don't have to claim one specific spot, but if you want to tell us your inspirations uh I oh,
4: mean, if we're talking barbecue, man, I'm talking yeah Chucks, man. I don't know. Yeah, like yeah, I like yeah. when I go my like Chucks and then there, uh, yeah, Chuck's is probably the only thing. And then, yeah, that's that's it. I don't know. Yeah, I, fair I, enough. I don't know if there's really, like, any true, absolute, like, knock it out the fucking ballpark barbecue. You know, there, I don't think that's, a th- we want to talk pizza, though. That's a different thing. But, like, yeah, we're talking about talk barbecue, barbecue. We're going to, we're like, we're, we are going to make the rest of America mad talking about barbecue in Chicago. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that's the thing. We're not really the barbecue guys. We're the meat guys.
4: We're the meat guys. We got steakhouses.
0: We got steakhouses. But barbecue, why do you think... uh, We have the meats. That's Arby's, you dumb bitch. So... (laughs)
4: Sassy, you
0: know barbecue's more, but barbecue's more of like a picnic thing. It has its roots in picnics, right? And, and like big communal diner. We don't really do that in Chicago. We we eat we eat out. That's why we're more of the steak and prime rib guys.
4: Well, I don't think I just don't think there's the real estate to have big smokers. You mm. know what I mean? There's there's no real estate to have these big black steel smokers that you see with an offset. I think that's right. You know yeah. what I mean? And and, and It's then you're gonna have to pallet in wood, and like, where are you gonna hold that? There's just no real estate for it. No, there's not. There's not a a lot of real estate for it. Also, I don't think there's a lot of heritage on smoking. You know, smoking kind of is a a preservation thing. If you look at Chicago, we were the center of the railroads, right? It was never neat, everything was brought to us. Yeah, that's right.
0: Uh, so, uh, what about Italian beef? You got an Italian beef, uh, opinion? I mean, I.
4: I mean, if you can go all the, King, the, King the way down Lake North, food all the way down podcast. North Avenue. Do talking Johnny's? Come on, baby. Oh, it's oh, the only oh, spot you go. Johnny's. It's the only spot you go. It's good. And Portillo's used to be good, but they sold the name off, man. It hasn't, yeah. it hasn't been the same. It hasn't been the same. It hasn't been the same. I went there, waited in line. I remember when we were in Avondale. Yeah. We were in mm-hmm. Avondale. Waited in line for like an hour and a half. And I got the beef and I was like, damn it. You, you know,
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. And it sucks because, like, Portillo's was such an... It, and so I live. I grew up in Oak Park, and I live in Forest okay. Park now. So I'm right between Johnny's and a Portillo's.
4: Oh, I know exactly where I'm I, I, I I triangulating for four years. Yeah, my friend. I so don't know where you
0: are, so like it, it, it's just it's so sad that one of those isn't an option anymore. Like Portillo's just isn't an option, and and a, and a food that I love so much. But I'm only eating it like what six times a well, year or something. You, you I'm should, not yeah, slamming it should all be the time. Eating it every day, no. <laughs> you know, so yeah, and it's. And it's getting to the point where it's like, is, is Buena Beef the number two option? Ooh, don't and that's even a rough go, That's wild. One. I know. And that's wild. Because so, when I, I'm going to Al's, I'm getting a burger.
1: Matt, My I finally, I finally figured out. Um, last time you were on the podcast, you were trying to remember what the podcast you had pitched um, on the show back on like episode five. This isn't it, but maybe you found your niche right here. Beef? Beef, where to eat in Chicago. Oh. Uh, <laughs> or Chicago, or
0: just Chicago food in general. Chicago beef. Chicago beef. That's what's what called. Chicago, Chicago beef. beef. Welcome to Beef Hour with uh, Matt Brown, and really love to uh, really love to introduce my first guest,
1: Wilson Jason razor Ramon. <laughs> Wilson, Razor, Ramon, Torres. No, we are all over the place here on uh, this podcast, yeah. but we usually are. Um, that's okay. But we would like to welcome in our the the original co-host of the Keen Lake podcast.
2: Man, he looks incredible, by the way. Yeah,
1: the man, a man who two net, a little over two years ago um, did me the pleasure. <laughs> the
0: is this the best man speech? Yeah, what are you doing? Here? We're doing a best
1: man speech right now. You just ruined it. Thanks a lot, Matt. Once he again, was, Matt Brown runs this podcast. He hey, Wilson, welcome. congratulations on getting married uh, two weeks ago. Thank hey, you. Thank you.
5: Thank you.
6: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Bitches, he's off the, he's I, off the market. I appreciate it. Yes.
6: <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I, I married uh, Sheila. Sheila, as we know her to be, is uh, all about the Tumblr on Instagram. She's and not a real person, apparently. Now. No. She is the Mrs. Wilson Razor Ramon aka Torres A.K.A. Mrs. 312 May 312 May You know so, <laughs> she, um, could to that, be great. she actually has on her Instagram handle if mm. you ch- Yeah. Uh, well, she not on her handle But on her, her profile, profile yeah. it was, 312 she, May that Yeah, she <laughs> She was really sweet to do that It was surprising But um, yeah So yeah, we, yeah, we got married um, Yeah, last Friday Shit, right? Is, is, it, last- is it Friday? Last or Saturday. last no. It was a Friday. No, was a Friday. Hey, two Fridays ago. What's yeah,
1: this? two Fridays ago as Time of today. Plasma. No. Was it last Friday? Yeah. Well, yeah. No. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Friday the 4th. Uh,
6: Fr- Friday the 1st. Okay. Friday the 1st. I was there yeah. so no. a week and a half yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. Week and a half ago. Yeah. Mine, look amazing. Thank you. I appreciate you. This is, uh, yeah, I dropped 27 pounds. 27 pounds?
4: Yeah. How'd you do it? Uh, Sheila. Sheila.
6: Wait, hold on! No, hold on! Stop! 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 stop, stop. We need a warning here. We need a warning before this comes
2: in. Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. No, I know, no, no lie. Honestly, gentlemen, I,
1: I. She just kicked your butt into gear, man.
6: No, it was just more inspiration. She reintroduced me to things that I loved as a child, and uh, Hmm, she loved doing the same thing.
4: So many calories burned. Yeah.
1: <laughs> printed porn. Yeah, printed porn,
0: yeah.
3: The
1: JC Penny catalog? The JC
0: <laughs> <laughs> Penny catalog. You guys you guys ever <laughs> on these porn websites and they're the nah, like, up, ads man. before the porn and they're nah, like, uh, nah, Hey, do you nah. are you tired of jerking off? And my response mm. is always no.
6: Well, I never had to jerk off. So that's that's point number one. Well, I mean, Christ. look at us, Matthew. And I, talk I think, about your marriage, you know, not about the porn. You know, so, damn. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's something great. For <laughs> <laughs> to talk about the you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, seriously, it was. Uh, it was just a matter of you a big wedding um, um, ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She put it. She put it on lock, man. She put a ring on it. Mm. Um, no, it was just uh, seriously. She introdu- reintroduced things that I really loved to do as a kid: riding bikes, mm. taking walks mm. with the nature, being one. she She reminded me of how much faith mattered to me um i'm not here to bible bash i'm a catholic born and raised i but she was she was like hey you know if that's something you did let's go back to that Hmm. you know so she just reintroduced me to things that i mattered to me that kept me on a straight and narrow back in the whiskey,
1: not wine podcast yeah
6: i know and however we always did that and had those conversations over a dram or two so there we are And um, or an old fashioned. So shout out to um, my
1: wife. Old fashions.
6: Yeah, my wife, my my everything. Shout out to Sheila because she uh, it was, she didn't force it upon me, but she did you know. She reminded you. She reminded me of what mattered to me, and she took part in it with me, and she shared that with me, and here I am today. So, what well, amongst you gentlemen, and we're sharing that today. And um, I'll choose that. Show.
4: Cheers. I'll yeah. choose Cheers that, man. man. I'll choose that.
6: <laughs> it's a special
3: person that can uh, yeah. make you realize yeah. those yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers over yeah.
6: What? Yeah. Mm. So, it's and you're right, you know, Chris. But, you know, well,
1: I'm and, glad that we finally got to talk about someone's wedding on a podcast and didn't get erased. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, this, yeah. this sadly, is true. sadly,
6: sadly yeah. true. We had a
1: t- – Callum and I talked about that in our last podcast oh, when yeah. – Well, maybe we did. I'm not sure. Oh,
2: thank you. We did briefly, yeah. Um, that drunken episode. Yeah.
1: Oh, by the way, um, so before we recorded that podcast, we went to four or five bars that night. Our last stop was at our beloved Bitter Pops to meet with Kat and say hello and have a drink. It turns out Brad, who's the other bartender there, confused us for a gay couple. <laughs>
2: Now, there's two ways that you can take this. Yeah, complimentary. I am going <laughs> to... I think it's complimentary. Well, both of them are complimentary, but one is the fact that maybe we were all over each other. Mm. Or maybe... I think uh, I'm too good for you. Oh, 100%. <laughs> 100% you kidding? Jake, me? no. Are you kidding me? 100%. 100%. <laughs> okay. Brittany's too good for you, though. Oh, 100%. <laughs> um, 1,000%. But maybe, maybe now that... Yeah, maybe I, maybe I need to kind of rein it in. Maybe I've got maybe too many pheromones kicking about at the moment. So,
4: if you guys are in a relationship, who's making all the decisions? Him. Okay. <laughs> I don't want that responsibility.
2: It's probably
1: me making decisions and you doing all the details of, the, of that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Pa-
1: power bottom over there. Uh, yeah, what can I say? <laughs> Matt was like a visceral reaction yeah. to that. Beautiful. Oh. Um, no, but uh, obviously we are here to celebrate you. Um very Me. happy for you. Oh, your, for your for your your wife. No we aren't. <laughs> I'm here to talk about the whiskey, baby,
0: on Key in the Lake, the first podcast <laughs> with whiskey in its title. Matt Brown here, the always the host, and my <laughs> guest William Ramos Torres. Oh my Will, Wilson Jacob
1: Pucky. Mm. Mm. And we're we're all here. We're all here, Matt. We're all Uh, here. Matt, actually, though, um, so maybe you can stay on subject here a little bit and keep your attention so you don't lose you too much into the ether (laughs) of your tiny little nimble brain the size of a goat. Um, You did actually propose some really nice questions and topics of conversation to us in a group chat.
0: Yes, I did. And thank you for
1: looping everyone into this so before um, we get there though um chris i actually wanted to talk to you about a question that callum asked geo was about how not staying still and stagnant during uh covid and you know finding your (laughs) finding your ambitions out there and actually working on those versus not doing anything at all over the last 18 months did you feel like you put more of your time into your instagram page and the community of the whiskey ig whiskey community
3: um. Yes, I would say that it became entrepreneur, Matt. Somebody who works for themselves does a great job. Mm. Go good her. <laughs> <laughs> it. it <laughs> thanks, Matt. Um. Yeah, I, I. would say it became you know a, a focus, something, something else to try and build from mm. and build upon. And so yeah, I. I launched a real business during, during the pandemic doing, you know, tastings for companies, Mm. you know, corporate tastings. Um, and it's been fun and it's, and this, this whole whiskey thing has led to so many different opportunities that I never would have had, Mm. you know, and I think the pandemic sort of amplified all of that. And, and a lot of people were doing the same thing. A lot of people were, were focusing on, on whiskey and, and, you know, doing interviews and lives with people. And, and it was really cool to see and it was really cool to be a part of. And, um, I'm super grateful for like everything that's, that's, that's come from it. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I will share, which I, I sort of told you this, Jake. Oh.
1: uh, Making, like, breaking exclusive. news. Breaking exclusive. news. Matt, oh. Matt, can you do a sound? Ding, 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 ding.
0: Exclusive
1: on Kila
0: Lake. God, oh, I gorgeous. love that.
3: That was gorgeous. Um, I actually okay? just um, accepted a position as the executive director of Bourbon Charity. Whoa! Which, um, oh, yeah. Congratulations. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. This is the first announcement of it, yeah, actually. Yeah, you might. Good for you. Uh, thank you. Um, if people are not familiar, Bourbon Charity is um, an organization that was created a couple years ago by uh, a gentleman by the name of Brandon Hunt. Um, his father had prostate cancer. He had some friends that uh, had children that had uh, some some health issues. He used his whiskey collection to sold it off, raise raise money to donate to charity. And it's become an organization that I think he never thought it would become. We're a few years in, raised I think 1.5 million dollars for close to 30 different charities now over the past, you know, 2-3 years. Wow. And I'm just super excited to be part of it. I've been an ambassador for them for a few years and this opportunity presented itself and I grabbed it i was super happy to to take it on and we'll see where it goes we're gonna we're gonna build it we're gonna make it we're gonna make bourbon charity like part of like the fabric of the whiskey community yeah Yeah.
6: so so when does this come into effect
3: it's in effect now yeah so so i yeah i I am the executive director of bourbon charity
4: how do we follow how do i follow that how do i support that (laughs) Um, like Great questions. You.
3: Great questions. Matt, so, you've been
1: replaced now as a co host by that question right there. You can follow yes. <laughs> uh,
3: Bourbon Charity on Instagram at Bourbon Charity. Uh, same thing on Facebook. We would love for people to become uh, supporters. You can become a monthly supporter through the uh, Bourbon Hood uh, mm-hmm. program uh, that's part of Bourbon Charity. They are at Bourbon Hood on Instagram. Um, that group is. Basically, funds all of the expenses um, that Bourbon Charity has so that any donation that comes in, 100% of donations go to the supported charities. Wow. Um, so it is a 100% um, public charity. Any donation that comes in goes to the charities that are are being supported so it's awesome it's a great organization so check it out
1: yeah no, know and like we've wanted to do more charity tastings or or uh, implement the charity, charity aspect charity. yeah our because we do all these whiskey tastings online um like i have one tomorrow night and i wish there was some way we could raise money after we raised money for hurricane ida relief and we raised five grand in basically one night
2: yeah, I mean, that was amazing. Yeah, oh. without the
1: help of Callum, by the way. Well, maybe with the help of Callum, actually. You know, uh, your drunken appearance from Glasgow was quite amazing.
2: Okay. Um, that <laughs> hurt. Uh, oh, no. I'm joking. Of course <laughs> no, Of course no, no. it was. Um, well, first of all, massive congratulations. That's amazing. Um, Thank you. And super cool that you said it exclusively. Like, this is a keenly exclusive.
0: Exclusive.
3: And I just want to point out that it's all like. This opportunity came up because of my involvement in Instagram and and whiskey, and just making connections over the past few years. And it's all, like this is happening because of that. And I can't be like, I'm super grateful for it and super appreciative of, of it.
2: Any time that, you know, life presents you an opportunity like this that is something to do with your passion or something you're truly that you truly love man it's, it's a blessing eh? so so well done sorry Gio, I, I, I saw that you you pulled the mic close to you go ahead
4: so as being like a man of whiskey a man of bourbon what is like if 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 What's your favorite bottle? What's the favorite bottle that you, that you that you that you have? Like, what's what's like what, if, if one were to disappear at your house?
2: Hold on a second. Let me jump in here. This is pretty fucking good. Yeah. Oh, so, do you want to talk about this. Well, so, well I think maybe it fits should, in conversation I mean, very well. Yeah.
3: Maybe we should um, do the yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the the. We're I think we're required to talk about pinhook on every we are <laughs> podcast. Contract. Contract. Yeah. So we let's are, pour uh, some of the pinhook. Uh, yes. Is this is the five year. Uh, this is the Pinhook five year vertical. Yeah. Uh, this is Jake's bottle.
1: Yeah, and um, so Chris did an Instagram live with Sean Joseph, the founder of Pinhook, uh, who is their master blender um, as well. Gosh, so on this came out that was last week, so middle beginning of October, and you guys did a um, did all three releases You've had so far: the vertical releases, the bourbon. And I popped this bottle open when you guys did for the first time tasting five, even though we're on number six right now, and I hadn't had it yet, and I could not believe how good it was. I was so impressed by it. I was writing in um, the messaging uh, board on your Instagram live, like, my true feelings about it, because I was viscerally reacting to it, um, how yummy it was, and I told Cal, I'm like, this is probably my, one of my favorite bourbons I've had in, a, I don't know if I said it all time, but just, I meant, I meant like in a very long time, I think I said all time accidentally, but um, I don't want to be so much caught up in the moment right there where I say all time because there's uh, too many bourbons out there to ever discover. But uh, when it came to Liquid Ellipse, that instant reaction was damn, this is fucking delicious. Really good, really good whiskey.
3: That series is going to be phenomenal to follow. Right. They're on year six, so they've released a four year, a five year, which we're drinking tonight, and then the six year just came out. So yeah, we did a little, a little tasting through the the vertical series as it stands now. And again, like to be able to have that conversation and, and there's, I think we had, we had hundreds of people logged in um, view that, that live while we were doing it. And did you send tasting kits out? Yeah, we sent out, uh, twenty five, twenty five tasting kits to people.
1: But to appreciate. Um, we got one.
3: Yeah, and it was just, it was just amazing. And the and the opportunity to do that yeah. is, it's good. I just love it. And it, and it's, uh, I don't know how to say it like, how much I appreciate
1: it. More well, I think it. Sean is doing the right thing about making himself accessible to people like us in the virtual platform, in the online platform, whatever way you want to call it, but he's someone who understands like it's hard to go into a bar no disrespect to you and build a brand that way it's because the world has changed so much it's hard to go in the off-premise right now and not build a brand without doing tastings in person
4: well i mean there's also like this whole like off-premise thing this whole like ideology and like a couple of my friends call it the suburban whiskey dads Ooh, i love those guys <laughs> yeah we're like they're just like oh you got weller yeah
2: <laughs> Oh, you're, mean, you're, you're yeah. scratching yeah. on these guys' yeah, favorite you know mean? Mean, like, You're welcome like, back you anytime.
1: Do
4: you have Weller? You know, you're just like I see some picking out there in I'm the like, back. There's there's, there. there's, there's, more to life than Weller. Wait, friends, wait, wait! You know? What about the one with the horse on the top? Oh shit! I've never heard of it. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I don't know what Please tell me. Oh, is there a different? Is there a different letter on each one of them? And if you collect them all, they send you a pony in the mail, right? Right. Yes. something like that the Pony, by the Pony Express I think that yeah. is yeah. what yeah. they yeah. do yeah. Yeah. and
1: now it's the consumed art like you know the bookers out there the bakers of the world too where it's like these were bourbons that you could find every day not every day but most days on the liquor shelf when you walked into a store and now they're being bought up and, like the old Bardstowns yeah. you know what I mean right. it's good like, point
4: you know just don't touch my old granddad you know that, that <sighs> gets me through a long day I love old granddad Just don't touch my old granddad. If if their granddad ever gets to $30, I I will fight them all. (laughs) I will fight people over that whiskey, too. I love that whiskey. Okay, so... um, Yeah. So... A more nerdy question, I, I guess, I guess yeah. a perfect question to have on a, on, a, on a podcast about whiskey. A lot of whiskey nerds are. Right okay, well, when, it comes to whiskey bourbon, when it comes to bourbon, not scotch, not, I mean, we call it scotch, I mean, it's still whiskey, but like, when it comes to bourbon, mm-hmm. what is the age that you cut it off and you're like, that's the age that I'm... Okay with yeah, because I've I've had some twenties and I'm like I don't want to be a wood shop right like yeah. I'm not I'm not about that life you know right um, especially if they're not weeded whiskey if they're weeded maybe sometimes I don't know but like bourbon bourbon like yeah. what where where you cut it off what's your like what's
2: what do you like oh, oh well, wow like? great big you're, you're, oh, you're <laughs> Matt off, Brown you're off at
0: the... wow thank you for asking this very specific question so I don't think it there's not a peak rather it's I think it's helpful to think of every whiskey varietal, not just bourbon, but also rye and single malt to have a bell curve, right? So the 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 best chance to have a good barrel exists, a, a good barrel of bourbon reg- um, uh, removed of any other factors where it's what its mash bill is, where it's made in, just how much time it's in the barrel and how much. Um, of the barrel flavor, it's stripping off of, uh, the insides of the barrel, right? So we're talking pure averages. the The best chance to get a really good barrel is between six and ten years. I really strongly believe this. Hmm. That's where the that's where the bell curve kind of rounds off. Bell curve, you talking? Right. So between six and ten years, this bell curve is highest, and then after ten years. It really starts dipping down exponentially, and that's what makes those 12, 15, 20-year-old bourbon barrels really, really um, special, is that they are good and exceptional because about 20, 25, 30 other barrels of that same age and same run are bad. Not just not good, they are drawn out, super dry, and just not good. And I think it's a a testament. It's
1: like it's a 20-year single barrel? Oh,
0: yes. And I think it's testament to why 20-year-old whiskey, 20-year-old bourbons that cost, you know, $200 and end up costing $1,000 on the secondary market. I think it's testament to how drinkable they are. I think that goes entirely to the blender, how they can hide those absolutely terrible dry flavors (laughs) with some good barrels. Well, so as a person that has a 13-year-old bourbon, how do you feel about that? Uh oh so the uh our old fangled yeah um you know i honestly think that 13 year old batch wasn't the best mm. and i can say that pretty straightforward and just it wasn't the best batch of old fangled and i think it was good and i think it was interesting but do i think it was the best batch we ever produced no do i think it was worth putting out at $100 a bottle, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I agree. Because so, yeah. yeah. oh, the, so, yeah. the market was saying that. Because the market was saying
0: that, and it was palatable enough, I think, to be some kind of intrinsically worth that. You know? Or
6: you had 100 people that just love it. You're not so a much. microphone. Or you had 100 people who were just like, fuck it, I'm going to buy it anyway.
0: That's You know...
6: You can't speak to sales in that directly. So
0: here's an interesting so, question. Uh, one moment, please. Yes. What we've well we have so you've hit on something it's entirely supply Ooh, and what demand you, hit on? you know i mean Your pants? we have a um a barrel that uh we've just bottled uh it's 15 years old mgp there's 86 bottles of it it's 139 proof and we have been jokingly calling this barrel cash grab for a better part of a year. <laughs> now, will that be the name of the founder stash, Blum Brothers single barrel? Will we call it cash grab? I would love if you did do that, <laughs> please. I mean, In you
5: absolutely, it absolutely have to. That do would be that would be the, tr- be the truest that, Blum Bros move. Ever. I
3: agree.
0: You have uh, to. I mean it's good. I mean, it tastes exactly <laughs> it I mean, tastes you should probably buy it. exactly what you think it would. But Why don't um, you
1: release it during Galena Whiskey Weekend? Uh, you
0: know, I I truly don't know what the status of Galena Whiskey Weekend considering It's on, um, baby. We're hearing it now for <laughs> their second exclusive, second of exclusive. Of the episode. It is
2: on, baby. But hold on though, to come back to that. You the point you make, Wilson, is completely yeah. right. Like if if yeah. the demand is there, like if there's a specific demand for something, and you can You're supply it, people it. And pe- if people have people that gonna money, they're going to pay for it, right? right. You know? and sometimes it's not even about the taste. We've how, talked about this before. How many bottles would you get out of it? Eighty-six,
6: Right.
0: Well, as Chris and Wilson just told you, and how I I was taking I was taking photos. Oh, sorry.
1: God. Here we go. <laughs> 86. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. My pleasure. I do other things in the podcast other than just talk. So, sorry. You should do more of
0: those other things and talk less. Heyo! Welcome to Key in the Late Podcast.
3: Alright, I'm going to interrupt. Please. So, <laughs>
1: By any means.
3: This speaks to what Matt was saying about the, the older-aged whiskeys, and we have a prime example right oh, now yeah. that just happened over the, the this past week with Buffalo Trace... If you believe Buffalo Trace, holding back uh, George T. Stagg for 2021 because the whiskey they distilled in 2006 didn't meet their standards for release this year in 2021. Sounds like you don't release them or believe them. (laughs) Keep in mind, Buffalo Trace has, I don't know, probably millions of barrels aging in in their warehouses hundreds of thousands of of barrels aging in their warehouses They have to i mean beam has like 1.4 yes, 1. 1. absolutely 4. have yeah. hundreds of thousands yeah. if not millions yeah. total
1: total, total, yeah. total yeah. yes
3: and of those you know barrels that are in their their warehouses yeah they might not be the age that they typically release george t stag at but there was nothing that they that they had that that met the profile um, to do a release this year. And even so, they said, oh, well, we didn't want to put something out that wasn't to our standards. But if you look at commentary from the whiskey world over over the past year, two years, everyone's comparing this batch to that batch, saying this batch sucks, that batch is better. This batch is the best ever. And they sell White Dog. You know they could have sold... (laughs) No matter what they put in that bottle, it it would have sold. And now they're getting a pat on their back for saying, oh, we didn't bottle it because it didn't meet our standards. And... I don't know. I feel like they're notorious for, well, for holding back their inventory anyway.
1: You can look at like it, look look it two ways. You I, can I blame us right. assholes that complain right. about it, um, saying that there's always craft distilleries out there doing an amazing job. We meet our standards. We do it right. We do it. We will, we'll do it authentically. Mm. We're never going to put out a barrel that we don't believe in. But
6: we can. That's why it's because we can.
1: Absolutely. And we'll so. put a pin in that. Get right back to it. as Matt Brown would say as he's coughing and choking over whiskey because it's his first time having whiskey. Oh, no,
3: I ate a cracker. <sighs> um, I a very dry cracker.
1: And also one thing that I found to be very disrespectful and also a little concerning, or disconcerting, is who was making that decision? They never put in, pr- in print that I found about this person X, this owner, this um, heritage person, this legacy person, made that decision. It was never said that this individual who we believe in from somebody in the buffalo trace family somebody that's part of the actual distilling team had made the decision to not put out what was uh why they didn't actually put out these products this year from buffalo trace it was just hidden behind a whole giant conglomerate of whiskey right now as they're putting 1.2 billion dollars into their foundation fund to make their heritage center their visiting center even more epic than it already is that's one of the tough things. You, Sazerac Incorporated is a family-owned
0: company too, mm. so they're not—they're not, they're not uh, beholden to um, any quarterly reports, They're right. shareholders that you would that you would expect from and neither, companies neither like any of us, Beam you know? Suntory. Right, so they are afforded that kind of privacy. Well, you are, Callum, but but uh, yeah, but we have so, we have Graham though, so Graham will always gives a true scoop. Yeah, so yeah, we don't know exactly when we went on. I think. It's well, if true is a good move yeah, and one to be respected because they've gotten a lot of shit from, you know, um, releases that have been low in proof. Like what? Yeah. 2019 was like 120 proof and everyone shat their pants about it. Right. At but the you, same time. These guys are known for keeping their fan base at an arm's length. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but look, look, look at they, Wright they, Thompson. They, Wright
1: Thompson was, was with right. Julian Van Winkle, tasting mm-hmm. that 2019 expression and making sure it was great with right with him. Everything was going to be reported either way because that's the guy Wright Thompson is. He was right. there writing that book. Right. And if, if it wouldn't have been able to go out, if it wasn't up to his standards, I, in my in my opinion, that would have been out there in the world to know that Julian Van Winkle made that call. mmm
0: so you're saying what you would expect from this kind of release is JVW saying, you know, we're no, not going to do he, he George No, because
1: he isn't – I don't think he controls that expression.
0: I don't think he does right. either. But someone in that same ballpark. Right, right. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, it, it's a tough one. Um, if What we, would have Mike Blom done? We would have said it would have, there would have been a press release, Matt and Mike Blum aren't releasing bourbon this year, something like that. We would have said so Like first name basis Just sure. like Buffalo
3: Trace did Well we're we're not releasing
6: Any bourbon this year Because it's yeah. just not go, ready go Yeah way. it's just It's just not ready Tell mm-hmm. our bourbon Well for, for Union Horse And for sake You
1: know You're uh, swimming in that t-shirt By the way You're just swimming in that I t-shirt I am I love it I love t-shirt.
6: it I appreciate A lot it. of hiking A lot of hiking it's, A lot of hiking you know,
1: it's, A lot it's, of bike riding You know I got a church. lot of <laughs> Thanks Can Jesus get... <laughs> Jesus is the man <laughs> well, For our Mexican friend hey Jesus
6: Jesus, thank you. Thank you. That's exactly what I needed. <laughs> oh. I needed that correction. I'm like, whoa. Welcome, G into G.
5: Whoa. To G- whoa. G- <laughs> G-
6: <laughs> no, but I, I think it's um, for me, uh, for us at Union Horse. It's it's just, it's really holding. I I, mean, I feel this is where we have an advantage mm. as craft distillers, and I hate using that craft the the term craft as I've mentioned many 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 times before, but for sake of conversation. Small guy distilling.
0: We use it ironically, so we're right there with you, Will. Right.
1: I appreciate you, Baba. What your the
0: bubba? fuck is crap? Yeah, can't define it. Exactly. We,
1: well, uh, thank you, Matthew. A people that work
0: at it can't it. thank you for it. the
6: belongs, because yeah. I know they, they, they do right. stand behind that, in the sense where it's just like, we have that control. We can, right. we can put a stop to a shit. We feel, we have been bombarded, I've been, been bombarded in the market, whatever. We need a bourbon barrel. We need that single barrel again, that bourbon. I was like, yeah, we we're not, no, we don't have it. We don't have it. Mm. Well, how do you not have do a you single think barrel?
1: That or they're telling you that?
6: Both. Yeah. We don't. We just don't have it.
2: I mean, you you, you probably have, you probably have plenty of, but none that are satisfactory no. up to the level. That you want no, you we don't, don't have, have it five, now. You you,
6: now here here is to your point, to your question or, or your statement, Calum. We have bourbon barrels, yes, yeah. of course we do, yeah. but they're not ready. Yeah. Mm. They're not to Fuck that point where Matthew mentioned, as far as like being, uh, I reaching re- that point respect the of hell. Respect. Out of that because yeah. how many times no. for
1: the old distiller you and I used to work for, we would say the exact same thing. Yeah, it's just not ready.
6: Whether it be the tone of color, the, rest- uh, the barrel aged gin is just not the tone. Is just inconsistent, or this is not consistent, or it's just, it's just a matter of getting it out but that's not the fault of these distilleries mm. it is the consumer's fault cuz they're asking for they expect it. expectations they expect- yeah. expectations. so we're fulfilling that
4: yeah. well, are we, we
6: not do we
4: think that like do we think that we need to charge more to no, sell- no no you know, no no, no to respect that no i mean like there's a little bit of respect you got to think about the agriculture right mm. like i know this is a bourbon it's all about bourbon right mm. but like right now. look at look at about a little bit of agave right mm. like what's going on with mezcal like, we're going to see a time where there's gonna be no Moscow. right? Right. Is that not scary? Very scary. So, when I see a, po- I rather you know. have it be to a point where you can't afford it, so I could at least know that there's a day on my wedding or my fucking anniversary that I could afford. But corn,
1: corn's not that way.
4: But corn's not that way. No. But 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 wood is. What would well, an sense a is? Hold on a second though. Hold so on a second.
1: Was that would that possibly mean changing the laws of bourbon? No.
2: Well, I would I would say that the no. the one of the best things about living in the United States is seeing how the The free- Freedom Baby Baby? The, the, America <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the free- well, t- DT, my boy. The Freedom Baby Baby obviously is fantastic. <laughs> DT's Donald Trump? oh the freedom baby baby is obviously fantastic make it great again one thing that i think has was a real telltale sign for me i moved here in 2018 and um Mm. japanese whiskey was at the at the bottom or no it was about it was about a third of the way up of its meteoric rise yeah um and i think that you're totally right we could now raise the prices on bourbon um and that might start to slow things down bits and pieces but i think that what's probably more likely to happen is that and the same with Mescal, when it gets to the mm, stage i that, love how you pronounce that Thank you. <laughs> going back Where's to my mexican roots but and we'll see this happen with mezcal and um, donkey in the lake and and uh, but in the, lake. <laughs> the the prices will rise organically uh, like it, like has happened with Japanese whiskey, the price will rise organically, and that's what the free market does. It's the beauty of it. One question I was going to say to Wilson's point and to this whole conversation now, because we've entered into something we've never we've not really touched a lot on before. Hmm. Is there a, is there going to start to be like a crossroads there between distillers at craft distilleries such as Union Horse or whatever or Blom, whatever it might be, even places like Starwood that are smaller distilleries? Is there going to start to be a crossover where they say? okay um we have to let, we have to put this whiskey onto the market because there's so much competition and mm. if we don't do it we're going to lose our brand loyalty you know we, we talk about this all the time in scotch you know if some if you go into an off-premise store and we've had this problem the whole pandemic with Abelar, we ha- we had a great rise over over the pandemic but then what started happening was we saw that our growth slowed down because we weren't able to put Aberlauer onto the shelves. And if Aberlauer isn't on the shelf, someone just says, Do you know what? I'll go with Balvenie twelve. And then all of a sudden that person then goes to the Balvenie fourteen and they say, Holy shit, this Caribbean cast super cool. I love rum. I'm totally into this. They get into the branding. And next time they go in, next time they go in, they the Aberlour is back on the shelf, but they're like, ah, do you know what? I bought the Balvenie fourteen last week, so I might as well. Now is there going to be a crossroads there hmm. for bourbon, for craft distilleries where they say, Do you know what? We're not happy with this. But if we don't put this out, are we going to lose customers? Wilson, it,
0: Matt? Please. Y- yes, it's interesting because the pull on the pull. What I'm talking about is literally pulling a bottle from the yeah, shelf. The pull through, yeah. Is, is is slow enough that we haven't had to worry about that yet? You know, I I have confidence that even whoa, when whoa, me, whoa, explain that explain that explain yeah. the
6: pull yeah, through yeah. slow enough because I don't have that problem.
0: Uh, <laughs> that by the time you know we we're bottling bourbon every 4 to 6 weeks okay. and we're shipping it out during that we're shipping out that batch um in 4 to 6 weeks afterwards which means that we're selling we're selling bourbon to our distributor at the pretty much the exact same rate as we're able to bottle it okay mm. all right right so that makes sense and that suggests that the pull through at the retail level is such that supports the purchases by a distributor now there might be a chance there might be a time where we're expecting you know that we're going to leave that spot on the shelf open for two weeks to two months who who knows and that's a that's a problem but as it stands right now if you go into most liquor stores you'll see an empty spot for wild turkey for buffalo trace mm, absolutely so i mean the spots do exist it 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 brings into it brings into the question are are you know are american whiskey consumers um as scattershot to to or as loyal as to be disappointed by your bottle not being there and be delighted when it comes back to, you, cause that's kind of built in. Uh, maybe, maybe other categories are spoiled by well, the fact that their brands well, are always there.
1: Why can't why can't my brand be that empty space? Well, that's what you're saying. I think what you're saying is why can't small we, brands in general always why and, and, I do and this? we have
0: and we haven't seen that competition right, quite exactly. frankly we that's haven't like, seen like, it elevate to that point.
1: bottling to the buying If you
0: go into brand. a liquor right if you go into a liquor store and say it's a different animal. If you go into a liquor store and say, "Hey, you have double facing uh Buffalo Trace tags here." Okay. Uh, why don't you replace one with Blum Brothers Bourbon? I mean, they're gonna say no, instantly. Why? why? Because because they want to be. Why would but, they? They want to be able to put. Um, that, that, but it doesn't. But it doesn't go. Those
6: bottles don't go anywhere. They go in the back, so they restock. What's the problem with that? Why don't you ask for that space? And so uh, I mean, what, I I, 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 don't I, understand. I think understand. This is reluctant. this is the mentality, and I apologize. Mm. I'm I'm no, going off the it, cuff here. Mm, mm. I apologize. Love it. Mm. I'm competitive, so I apologize, Matthew, but i be damned if I go into a store and I know my shit sells well and double in Buffalo Trace. To your point, Matt has two facings. I don't give a fuck. They can have fucking four. Why? Because they have three cases or twenty-four. What? How, right. what, how do they come? Six packs, twelve packs. How do they? Or whatever the fuck it may be. I don't care. I want my shit next to them. Well, but are you afraid so why, of being
1: ostracized by no? That fire? I am
6: not afraid. I'm not afraid of shit. That's my point. If we approach our placements and we approach our uh, PODs, we p- approach KPIs, anything that we do as as representatives of our distilleries, each of us gentlemen, and if we approach it this way, then we're pussies. We're pussies. I
1: agree. No, I, I no. I, I agree. We head
6: on. Hey, you've got three facings. Give me one of those. Why? Because you just bought it. So I'm going to need this facing right here and put me next to that. Why? Because if that runs out, who is going to go around again, make another lap on that fucking aisle and see what else is available? Well, if this is next to that, because this is the mentality of the human brain. This is the mentality of the human brain. This is how fucking nature works. Okay, so if this is next to Buffalo Trace, I'm going to grab that.
4: Nah. I, I'm gonna say this though, like as, as, yeah, as a person that goes in, like not even just like a person that's been in the industry, and well, I'm just, also saying, I don't, I'm not afraid. Put me up against anybody I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm, I mean, brought into, I, I've never, I've never tasted union horse until today. Nor right. had union horse until today, and like I would love to walk into a liquor store where I'm looking at, let's say, let's say I'm just. Fifty-year-old fucking Joe Schmo Bob, right? And I'm Thank like, you. I'm looking at Maker's Mark, right? And they're like, Hey, well, do you know that's a weeded whiskey. You ever try this over here? And it's like, What's that? It's like, Oh, it's Berenheim. Oh, what's Berenheim? Oh, it's a weeded whiskey. It fucking shits all over this. Like that. This me talking. I'm not. I'm not a <laughs> it's like, it's like I say all these things, right? Um, but it's like, but these no are one,
2: hypotheticals.
4: These all hypotheticals. <laughs> these are all hypotheticals, right? And it's just like, I've just never had. I've never had – because people that own liquor stores don't give a shit because you're going there for your fix, right? Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. no difference; It doesn't matter. They don't have to tell you what you need to buy because it doesn't matter about their allocation. They're going to get their allocation through all the – what they have to do is change all the way the allocation points are because that's that's (laughs) dog shit anyways. Um, But no one ever guides you through a liquor store saying, oh, Mr. Giordano, I saw you here last week. How was that (laughs) bottle last week? No, but if you came into my bar and I it was, was like... Mr. It was the Mr. And, and,
2: Giordano that got us going. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> but y'all came into my bar last week and I said, hey... I was like, oh my... I, I had you. I had you last week with that cocktail. Let's graduate to the next one, right? Mm. I got you. No one no one does that sophistication and sales. Not, no one does that... Not specifica- off-premise. No, no yeah, not yeah. an off-premise. And no. like, yo, I go and buy all the time and I... And I will tell you right now, I'm like, I'm, I'm lost with around you. I, I, I know I'm a little pup right now. Around all of you gentlemen right now, know yeah. way more about whiskey than I do. Yeah. I know that. But, but if I walked into a spot, I would wish that someone would be able to grab my hand. Any of you guys would grab my hand, and be like, "You should buy this and bring this to this wedding. What's the occasion?" And that's the why I hang out in Benny's that, like, all you, the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they do that. No, no, <laughs> I do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like. <laughs> it's wild it's wild because like there's no place that sells union horse the way that oh they're making out my god jesus all right but you have
0: to you have to be realistic that's what i was making in my point i wasn't saying that like oh i can go toe to toe with the whatever like that's irrelevant like all of that stuff is purely hypothetical like it's you're right it's just uh, it's just right, uh, you know i you mean we i'm not competing against buffalo trace because yes buffalo- you are excuse me what how i'm not competing against Sazerac incorporated because they have contracts with all the distributors that means their distributors have to buy a certain number of their products and they have an incentive to get their stuff out of the warehouse they don't have that same relationship with the blum brothers of course they don't. Sazerac doesn't have to. They don't need a map round. Hello, welcome to Map Round <laughs> podcast with Map Rock. They don't. They don't. They don't need me to activate all these accounts. You know what I'm saying? They. They, to a large extent, sell themselves. Right. So you're and right,
6: Matthew. So- but but you're counting yourself out. You represent the I'm not counting distiller. myself out.
0: Excuse me. And I'm count not counting myself out. At, at, out entirely. I'm betting on my personality and uh. my knowledge <laughs> to be able to sell it in specific places and my ex- experience. I'm not going to – this is a total saying, benefits and benefits cost like analysis, I'm running in my brain all the time. Mm. Now I understand. I you know, know I, what I'm saying? I respect that. I want my pull through to happen. I don't want my stuff to just collect dust on the so, shelf. So, Matt, if
1: you walk into a bar and you see that and it's I, only – And I never will. This is my I,
0: promise to you that I never
1: will. Walk I, I know. I, you know what, we Matt,
6: know that. And honestly, seriously, I'm going to tell you this on air right now. Or on the, show, on the air. The hell you talk about, I respect that. And I appreciate
1: that. So, if you walk into a they bar say, and you see that it's only Sazerac and Beam Centauri products, do you even try to?
6: Fuck yeah, I try.
1: Sure, sure, I try. Okay,
0: but then wh- how thorough are my notes going to be afterwards, and uh, am I going to follow through? Not really, right.
1: Geo.
4: But I mean, like now it comes down to what's the restaurant or the bar you're at. You know what I mean, like, right. like as a part of a group? Because like, like, you know, I've I've worked at places where it's like, oh yeah you got this right mm. and like make these cocktails and then you make the cocktail and they're like oh actually these are the only things you get to use you're <laughs> like you what do you mean i can't be creative if you only tell me what i could do so i think i think you're i think you're almost 100 right if it's if it's a, if it's a brand brought by corporations yeah i think you're 100 right because like there are been bought out America, they've America. already been bought out by somebody you know what I mean? That's a, exactly a, right. A, I'd say 90% of the time. 90% and it's going to be very hard to back bar. If you could work your way in to just be a cool guy, you get on the back bar. Mm. Yeah. To be in their cocktail list unless you're it's oof, big oof. Okay. <laughs>
2: okay. To come back to the original one. Um, <laughs> what was the original point? <laughs> hypothetically, Matt. <laughs> um, no, hypothetically, Matt and Wilson and, and even Penhook as well and even Starwood, right? Yeah. Let's say that right now you said that the the pull-through is, it kind of matches the bottling, right? Okay, but let's say for a second, in a hypothetical world, everybody starts to realize that, everyone starts to realize the truth, and they're like, wow, Union Horse, Blum Brothers, this, this stuff is the shit. And it starts to fly off the shelves, right? Hypothetically, in that world, do you think that eventually... Once the Blom brothers start they're not able to they're not able to compete with that demand, um, distributors start saying, You need to you need to give us more booze, otherwise we're gonna start giving these deals and these and these prices to other brands. Do the Blom brothers then say, Do you know what? No, we're gonna stick by our values and say that to the original point, we don't have bourbon ready right now, we don't have a whiskey ready mm. right now, and we're gonna wait. And we are going to lose brand loyalty, and we might have to regress. We're going to obviously lose percentage points on the year. We're going to lose some. We're going to lose some distribution. We're going to lose supply, whatever it might be. Yeah. Or are they going to say, "Do you know what? We have I don't know how many barrels. We have fifty thousand barrels in the warehouse. <laughs> and obviously, obviously not. But um, we, we're going to have to start bottling them.
1: I mean, for Matt and Mike, if I might speak for them right now, <laughs> you may not. So what I would say is. <laughs> 100%. They will, <laughs> will stick to their guns. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
0: I, I will answer them three words, and it but, might be the Matt, three words that shoot mm-hmm. myself in the foot. Drink the rye. Because <laughs> we have rye. Right, because we may not have bourbon. You know, if Mm. if we can't if we can't bottle the bourbon, we have a lot of rye. And if we can't bottle the bourbon or the rye, it's like, well, that's
6: that's our sentiment as well. Different
1: perspective too, with Chris um, being here. When you walk into a liquor store and you see that there is a gap in the sections of bourbon or any whiskey that you're looking in, and then you also go to a uh, a bar, a restaurant, and see that you only are having the big brand represented behind the bar does that turn you off at all?
3: Yes, for sure. Um, If I go into a place and it's just like the big seven or whatever, whatever it is. And that that's all I see on the shelf. I'm like, well, this is a store that I do not want to give my business to because there's so much great whiskey out there right now that, that they could be filling in those blanks with on the shelf and they're just not trying because Mm -hmm. they, they they have the store
0: that you buy Gatorade from. Exactly. And peace out. Exactly. And you get your, you (laughs) know, know exactly what you mean. (laughs) Yeah.
3: yeah, You know, if you want to get your 12 pack of, you know, Corona light, because you're having a, a, you know, a party for the football game on the weekend, whatever. Pussies. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever, (laughs) whatever, you know, whatever it might be. But yeah, I, I definitely think like a store that just carries, you know, the standards that you see everywhere. Jim Beam White label, Jack Daniels oh. Black label, um, you know, Four Roses standard, you know, the yellow label. Yeah. And, and, you know, all those things That's just, to me though, but I feel Your like, yeah. yeah, I feel like that's okay for a lot of people. Yeah. And, and and it works for a lot of stores and that's exactly why you see it that way. But they could open up their business to I feel like a lot, a lot, a lot more people by offering some some different things yeah. outside of those standards.
1: I know as a buyer, as a person who purchases cocktails and whiskey um, quite a bit, not my own. When I go to a restaurant and I see like Pinhook is on the on on a cocktail list, for example, I'm gonna buy that cocktail regardless of what it tastes like. I, I I'm like, you have Pinhook, you have Blumbros, you have Union Horse. Like I'm going to try that cocktail out because you are, in my opinion, that means they did in the flavor. Yeah, you're investing I'm in the thinking, flavor being cool. explorative. They're yes. being
0: specific. Right. I like that. Not, I want to see these people's specific vision right. of this one cocktail. And if
1: you see like small miscalls on there, like, oh, like, you, you need a call, for example, they just got bought, bought by Diageo, but seeing it on the menu before, I was like, oh. Let's try that cocktail because they're actually reaching out to smaller brands that might cost a little more at the end of the day, or might be using their thirty-five dollars mezcal. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, they're gonna they're gonna push forward brands that come in, and you know push the pavement, do whatever it takes to actually get their brands on the cocktail list. Yeah.
3: You're you're sorry. Go no, ahead. No, go ahead, Chris. I think you're sending a message as a a, a store or a bar when you're including some brands that maybe no one's heard of pin right, right. maybe no one's heard of Blom brothers um they probably haven't but a
0: lot of people haven't heard of yeah. Blom Brothers. but I, so i'm it's okay
3: I, i'm just saying like when you see things like that on the on the cocktail list or or even on the menu of things that are available to me i'm like wow this place like understands having a variety of of product and
1: Builds trust.
2: Yeah, it builds. Tr- it does. Yeah. It does build trust. But so, Geo, sorry, I know that I know Leo. that you know I was coming to you. <laughs> What's
4: up, man? <laughs> I was like, I'm the only one behind the bar still. What's yeah, yeah. up, man? Can you talk What's about up? the other
2: side of the bar then, with yeah. regards to that? Because obviously, obviously, if there's a there is a glam, there is glamour and romanticism. Like if I go in there, and any Barbara especially like, especially you know, thanks for the sponsorship, Pinhook. Um, like <laughs> if I see Pinhook. I, I have such a great story with that because mm. it was the obviously last May, twi- May 2020, we um Jake K Moore, he was wearing a hat very, very similar to that one actually. Um a little bit redder. Um but you know that was the first time I'd ever tried Pinhook and it was like my, the first ever bourbon that I like got was stuck a, into. It the, was a rye. Oh, it was a rye. <laughs> but it was that Pinhook then <laughs> led me to the Bourbon War and yeah. everything, and it was the first ever brand that I was like, do you know what? If that's ever on a menu, I'm drinking it. But there's also the other side of that, right, from the bar side, especially coming out of the COVID pandemic where, like, the big brands, you know, you look at, like, if you're talking about tequila, you've got two options. You've got Avion or you've got Dulce Vida. Avion, it, they can give you it, at, like, pennies on the bottle, whereas Dulce Vida, they, they can, right? Yeah. So...
6: Dulce Vida can really give you a good
2: price. So where's the, like... For you guys especially you're working behind the bar at the moment and you're just about to start making menus for a pop-up or you probably already have them all made like where's do you that need, crossover do
1: you need whiskey for that pop-up i think you have some options i think yes oh, 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 this,
4: this is this is the right point right this, this, is, the right is, point. this is why you're here this is the right, time to answer, right yeah it's so why you're yeah. here when i'm under oath right um,
0: uh, would you like some whiskey please daddy
4: um <laughs> So, to answer your <laughs> original Long. question before I was... No. Um, when, it comes to, when it comes to everything, uh, it, it really depends on the company when you're when with. When
2: it comes to everything? <sighs> this is going to be a big answer.
4: <laughs> I mean, because it, it depends on the company you're with. Can, like, can, it, can, it, can, when it comes can. to my pop-up, when it comes to my pop-up, it's literally based off of what tastes with our product. It doesn't matter about anything about... We could help you out with here with a marketing dollar, or we could uh, maybe uh, help promote you or anything. That doesn't matter. Um, in my in my long term past life of being a bar manager, I, it's it's really made me like kind of like not happy is the fact that like I want to do this and they're like nope, this is the product you have to use because this is the product that's going to spend the most money with us and this is the product that's going to give you. On us, the longevity to make money. And then that makes me unhappy and depressed. You know, it's it's makes me think that I'm now put inside of a cage and I feel like I'm a painter. You know, I love... Despite
1: I love, all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage.
4: Goddamn right. And that's how I feel. Mm. And like, I want to rebel that. And when I rebel, I'm like, y'all get to take the position back. I don't want that. Hmm. You know, I want to work with people. There was a there was a place that I was working at, and I was wanted to bring this Irish whiskey. We're not naming any brands, any restaurants, right? Just for just for the sake of everything. And I was like, I think it would make amazing old fashioned, right? No, they're like, no, they don't have the marketing dollars for that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, but it's it's the same exact amount amount of money as we're paying for this other place that's for this other whiskey. Right. They don't want to do that. I'm like, why? They're like, well, they have marketing dollars that's gonna go through the national chain. I'm like, then why did you even ask me to be a creative director of your mm-hmm. of your of your liquor existence? Right? I love like it. Like, you know, own, like yeah. and, 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 and I wanna be creative. Like, yo, I'm Irish. Like I am I'm half Irish. I, I know I'm not from Ireland. That's not your fault though. That's not- <laughs> <laughs> Kathy Rogers, <laughs> Joseph Giordano, if you're hearing this, y'all should have been born in one spot. Um, but no, like it, it, it hurts me. It hurts. I'm, I'm a creative guy, and when I hear a narrative, you know, like like I would, I would damn near put Avalor on on, on old fashioned if it was oh, up to yeah. me. You know what I mean? Like I love your stuff. I love everything. And it, and, and but, but I've known you for years. You know what I mean? I've known you for years, and you, and and I, 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 I vibe with you. And that's what really sells me. And, like, and then the product is good. After that, the product is good. I want you there all the time, right? Mm. But for me to be creative, they're like, that's not it. So like, mm. that's what made me want to do the pop-ups. Is like, well, if I own my own restaurant, I can tell everyone to go fuck themselves. <laughs> and I can <laughs> do yeah. what the hell I want, you know?
2: So we're expecting a pop-up with a Blum Brothers and Union Horse cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
4: I said Abalor. <laughs> yeah I mean, top it off with you know. I do
0: think I. I believe you're being humble, Callum. That whole screed was about you. No, I think,
1: but it it makes sense. I mean, what we derived from that whole conversation right there was there's so much whiskey being made across the world. It's fantastic. It can be put into a a drink by itself in a single Glencairn. a wee Glencairn. Um, show out to Marty Duffy. Yeah, fuck Marty Duffy. Um, (laughs) love that. Love that guy. Love that guy. Best friend. Uh, just joking. Jamie Duffy. Note to editor. Edit
0: that out. We love Martin
1: Duffy. <laughs> Timestamp that. Um, no, but we uh, we do love Marty. But we, it was. it's all about how can our whiskeys fit into a menu? Not just about being a pour or a single pour on the rocks or neat. It's about how can we get into a cocktail? Because obviously that's where um, we're going to go through depletions and then hopefully reorder once again. And having that whole background of like, you want to be a creator, we are creators of whiskey, and the guys that are t- telling that story through um, through our owners, through our distillers, by pouring that bottle for you, it brings that, bo- that the connection to both sides together. and Because we, we forget that. Sometimes we forget that there's another person on the other side of the bar who is just as passionate about whiskey, just as passionate about cocktails, as we are about our brands. And when we don't get into an account or we see accounts that are like are just throwing money towards them, and not actually putting in the time and the effort to say, like, hey, this is, this is how you pour whiskey. This is how you talk about our whiskey. This is how you make a cocktail with our whiskey. We get, I don't want to say jealous, but envious or callous, but built also, up. But
4: I also hate how, I, I don't, I don't necessarily want you to tell me how we talk about your whiskey. Mm. I'll talk about your whiskey the way the fuck I want to talk about Thank it. Thank you. Please. It. Yeah. yeah that's, absolutely. That's yes. i talk about your that's whiskey exactly. the way I want it. If it's, yeah. if it's dope, I'm like, this is this the dopest is dope, dope yeah. that this this you've right ever shit. had. You need or this. Not, don't yeah. tell me. Because yeah. I'm, I'm always going to have my own opinion. I'll leave And now. And, that's, and that's, that's what the creative thing is. Like, you mm. put me in
2: confines,
4: despite all my rage. Mm. That's me. That's me. That's me. No, no, no. Don't put me in no cage. Give me your whiskey. I'll decide if I like it or not. Right. Right. And then if I like it, I'll decide if I like you or not.
6: That's
1: a very good,
4: a You know what I mean? Chat. You know, no no no, no but that's the thing. That's no, the thing. No, that's a like, very if point. I don't like it, yo, I'll tell you this. Mike Miller does oh, no, I'll no, I'll tell you the worst I'll tell you the worst encounter I've ever had. Callum with walked rep. into your bar. About no 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Callum walked in my bar and I, I found out that I was not straight. No. and Hey, cease taken. So I'm with, I'm with, I'm with, I'm with my soon-to-be fiance. She don't know when. You don't know when, baby. You don't know when, baby. You don't know when, baby. She's not listening to this. Nah, she ain't <laughs> listening to this shit either. Um, dude, we, we go to Maple and Ash, right? That's our mm. first date. Ooh.
2: Right? First date. Very big spender, man. Dang. First date. We right? didn't go there until
4: after I'm not that wedding. Right? I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not that big of a is It's like 50% off, right? Give me, give me the benefit of the doubt, right? Company,
2: Good
1: for you. Company, Good so. for you. Oh, that's right, yeah. So
4: I'm I'm standing there waiting for the bar. Because a good homie of mine, if you know him or not, Eric Simmons. Shout out mm-hmm. to Eric Simmons. He's my own roommate. Oh yeah. So I'm oh. waiting for. I'm waiting for. I'm uh, waiting for a seat at the bar, and a rep hits me up. Like we're waiting for the bar. She's like, "Hey, have you tried this? Yo, so and so and so and so." I'm like, "Nah, I haven't." I'm there with this beautiful woman. I'm like, I'm like, he like, I'm like, I'm playing it off cool because I'm like, we haven't sat down to eat dinner yet. And I played it off cool. Then we sit down. So he's right next to you. Yo, yo, it's me and my girl waiting for our seat, and she comes up, like, Have you tried this? Like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I have, but we get talked about this another time. We finally sit down. We have a seafood tower, bro. Oh, that's. That's a legit tower And she comes and talks to me again While we're eating dinner And I go I go um, I think this is very uh, inappropriate If you ever have dinner with your husband uh, Can I sit down with y'all And talk about whatever the hell you're trying to sell me She goes no I I Then you probably need to leave me alone
2: So so was she saying it in the context of you being the bar manager Or in the context of uh, When I was a bar manager Yeah but I don't give a
1: shit
4: I'm not the
2: bar manager I'm a guy on a date Trying to impress a woman
1: Does she work for Grey Goose? (laughs)
4: Get no, it, bro. No, Get it. No, no, it was. no, 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 Oh, oh my God, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not listening to no, no names, but like, I'm just Montenegro? saying, like, that's like, that's like, that's like oh, used, used car salesman tactics. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Real. but like to, to, like, to like shout out, like good brand ambassadors. Yo, when we were at Maple other Day, shout out to fucking Campari dog. They sent us all, sent us rounds of shots. Shout out to, um... Mr. Black. They sent us all shots to our table. You know?
0: Love that. But, you know what I mean? There's a lot For a our time listeners, place. Jake just whipped around his ball cap to reveal a Mr. Black logo well, on had, the front of his He ears. had a promotional
4: activation for Probably. them. but, so. but and, and that's the thing. It's just like, yo, like, if. Don't ever confine me. And also, don't, like, don't, don't like, try to, like, guerrilla warfare me. Right. You know? Yeah. Like. If you're gonna do something, just send me a drink and be like, hey, it was came from that person, you know. I'm like, you can do that, and that looks cool. Don't be like, have you thought about my product? Well, so how does that fit in though
1: with your creative process when building cocktails in a program?
4: Well, it's because like I know you, and when I'm out, like I don't need to know you when I'm out, you know. Well, like, let the whiskey it, speak. Let, well, let, 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 let the whiskey be a thing, yeah. and let, let 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 all of your business be a part of your own business, right. and allow me to do that. I don't. If I own my own place, I don't think it's gonna be based off of the bottom dollar of mm. a whiskey. It's gonna be based. Is of-
1: that feasible though? I, think, I, I always say the same thing. Like, if I owned a whiskey bar, I'd have like my favorite whiskeys there. But my, my best friend, he's he will be a very rich doctor someday, even though he's um, just sort of, uh, still finishing up being a surgeon right now. And he's like, let's start a whiskey and wine bar. I'm like, no, you're crazy, because. I know how much it takes to go into building the real estate of that, the financial real estate, um, building a great wine program, even though he's a very experienced wine drinker. I know a little bit about, about whiskey. At the same time, like it's a big gamble and big risk. Cause if you put all of your money into craft brands, sorry, Wilson, um, smaller, smaller, smaller brands, lesser known as Buffalo Trace and Jim Beam and Jack mm. Daniels, can your business sustain that? Because eventually big you're gamble, like, right. Like I, I want it. I want to make money.
4: I, I I don't think I don't think my favorites are the small brands. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, I don't think my like my favorite favorites are all small brands. I know what my favorite big brands are, but it, I mean, it, it sucks yeah. when your favorite big brand isn't the one that it's they every day they put right their, yeah. their, their their money into. Right. You know, I'm, a, I'm the same way. So like my I favorite, already know what my big brands my are. My favorite like... whiskey <laughs> of all
1: time is Booker's. Yeah, but I can get it three times a year, and maybe for about three weeks out of that's, that, that. That's not you know. me. Right, I
4: mean, like, you know, like, I love old granddad. Oh, I'll have a cocktail with yeah. old granddad. You know yeah. what I mean? There, there are certain things. You're that in like... a beam household. You're speaking
2: the right terms. Yeah, you're yeah. speaking
4: big I'm a, terms. I'm, a, dude, I'm a
2: yeah, There's a for bar down the street time. that one time we went all after, and that was the first time I'd ever had the old granddad. And then Jake was like, "Take a shot of this," and I was like, "Oh, oh god goddamn!" And I was like, "Drank." I was like, "Do you know what? I can fuck with that." <laughs> <laughs> and that was after three hours recording. was yeah, like, yeah, and it was a podcast. Yeah, so. Right. so um, one thing I was just going to say, Gio, it's it's amazing to have you on because I think all of us appreciate because mm. um, we've all we've all like I'm, we've all bartended a little bit I'm sure in the past or whatever, but obviously to do it for fifteen years is is massive, right? Um, and then we're always talking about the way that we see things from from the other side of the bar, uh, but it's great to hear that not only do you obviously have loads of experience, but it sounds like a lot of the things that you're saying are things that we would talk about anyway, right?
1: Right, you know, Matt's just telling me he peed three times. Congratulations, Matt. Hey, I mean, no, it's,
2: it's
4: it's 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 absolutely an honor. To be here. Thank you, you know, Jake. It's, just, it's nice to always be surrounded by like minded people who are just trying to go forward in their life. You know right. what I mean? Like it's it's bigger than whiskey. It's bigger than restaurants. It's it's like cool. like I would hang out with you guys without whiskey, <laughs> without that. Like no, you guys are everyone in this room is a good is a good oh, human being, and that's it. what it is. And I love that this industry brought me to those points right. you know no. what i mean and what you guys have going on right now especially like i don't want to let you guys know but like i listened to you guys in the shower today you know? so i was naked listening to y'all voices that you was, know i was, I was dancing
1: like, in the rain <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me dog. it's good it, it was great me the, the bridge that gra- the gap between me. you know us brand ambassadors um sales reps whatever you want to call us uh whiskey influencers to people that are behind the bar and we we've tried doing that I mean, probably consistently throughout the entire podcast. From day one, we have. three yeah. years almost. I'm sure.
6: Yeah. No, we. I mean, I'm pretty sure we've done a good job as far as controlling it. But at the same time. We used to record
4: like, at bars. We used to. <laughs> Breweries. That's necessarily bars. where you want to record. You want to record somewhere quiet. So the, 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 well, no, we, had, we had a lot of the, privacy. One, the, long, the one we with have, uh, yeah. 150 was great. The, the last one before the last one. <laughs> the uh, with one the homie, before uh, right the last back, one. You guys were just coming back. We were just coming back from COVID. And it hmm. was it was um from one fifty,
2: what was that? Uh, one fifty was like one ep- two episodes. One
4: fifty one was the last one, but one fifty was, was uh the homie from Berkshire.
2: Yeah, it was it
4: was uh, it was Berkshire. Matt. Matt, yeah, or, or what was the one from Berkshire? Was it what? Nigel, Nigel, yeah. yeah. And that, Nigel. One was nice. that was nice. That was nice. was So great. we used to
1: record at Fountainhead on the rooftop. And before yeah, the op- before before open service, uh, but you know, unfortunately, rest in peace. But, but they're they're coming back. I don't want to say too much right now because yeah, I don't know the details, just, but it, there's,
6: there's a, there's a buzz exclusive? in the, uh, There's a buzz, there's a buzz. I'll have we some details on that. There's, there's a buzz, there is it's a buzz. Not my, it's not yeah. my place, it's not my place. You're absolutely right, it's not our place. We will
1: have uh, we'll have Aaron and Bob on top of that, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely no. We did record at those uh, places, and we obviously appreciate that more than anything. Because if anyone's uh, listening out there,
2: and you wanna, you wanna, you know, sponsor a place for us well, to record. Don't you have a sponsor for us? Uh, there is a sponsor. Yeah, but from, we're not from England. From England, <laughs> I'm not sure if we could fly over to the Oxford United Stadium every week to record. <laughs> I
1: will uh, fly us over there on my points as long as it exists. <laughs> um, no. Uh, seems like we're pretty good no, settling we're up. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless Wilson, you have any more words of wisdom? I mean, I've got so many things
6: to talk about. Please, Yeah let's go no, for it. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Um, let's go for it.
1: All we have is time, baby. I didn't.
2: My not day off.
6: Really put a pin in anything, so
2: mm. I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, well, let's I'll see. recap. Couple Please, of things. if you would do. Couple Please. of massive congratulations. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, the first one, most important one. Matt Wilson. Brown is gay. Yes. Wilson. <laughs> Getting married, absolutely huge couple of things, man. Obviously, a massive, massive, gracias, uh, massive gracias. milestone, yep. loco. And you. second of all, you you look absolutely amazing. Mm. Thank you. Um, appreciate so you. well Thank done you. for you. If Thank I
0: you. were gay, that'd
2: be fine. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't be a.
0: It wouldn't be big news. It wouldn't be like a punchline. So. I'm not, but that's cool. Because Callum
1: and I are. Because <laughs> apparently Callum and you are, and I love that. And that's
0: not a punchline at all. It's very normal and cool, and I love that. Mm. Number two. two. Um,
2: Bourbon Charity, Chris. That's no, yes. incredible. Yes. Yeah, thank so, you. Yeah. Um, I think anyone listening to this Huge podcast, get following Bourbon Charity and Bourbon Hood. Yeah. Yes. And if anyone wants, like, I think that maybe could well, be something coming forward. I think forward. all of our tastings should be
1: now incorporated. I think you know. I was going to say that. I was no, we say will. That. Maybe, Maybe we here, kick
2: Jerry. our kick, kick the next it one off like that, and then number three, Geo Man. First of all, congratulations we've yes. the a pod, yes. and then second, yeah, tell <laughs> me this. You made it. I made it. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here. And then and then the pop up.
4: Yeah, man. Dude, yeah, I've never yeah. had Once anyone again, just tell me a beer all the that. Yeah, man. So it's gonna be Keeler Club. killer Club. You can find it on Instagram, K E E L E R Club. Uh, that's on Instagram. There's gonna be a blank page. I'm sorry for now for now for now and then you can also find me at g-i-o-a-k-a-s-e-a-n on instagram and then you can find my homie who is also my partner alexander willis at chef c-h-e-f alexander a-l-x-e-n-d-e-r willis w-i-l-l-i-s and the first one is going to be killer club
1: which which what's the first date
4: uh, 25th is going to be our, is going to be our, our friends and family, man. Yeah. Where at? It's going to be at my house. It's going to be our house. So we can, we can capture oh. everything. We can slow down service and, and it's just we oh, all our I friends. Like and it's just it literally, truly friends and family. You know, I'm like, um, so we just.
1: So your down. ambitions are to go from your house to where?
4: Our house to restaurants, man. Like right. to restaurants that are closed on Mondays, honestly. And then, and then from there we're going to do is pop-ups at people's like, like. I don't. We want to make as much money as we can, so we can own as much as the restaurant that, mm. we, that we are gonna to want to open in the is year. Is that really the ghost kitchen? Yeah,
1: ghost kitchen. Bottle. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It fits in there. Yeah, it fits in there without being on like DoorDash, you know. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um. Uh. It, it, I guess the ghost kitchen is what they're calling it, but yeah, we we're we we're, we're gonna be everywhere, and we're going to be opening up in different. Places all around Chicago, and we, we eventually want a brick and mortar. That's it. That's that's the idea. Beautiful. Yeah. That's, the idea. that's awesome. That's the idea.
1: Matt Brown, anything to promote? No. Thank you. Calm. anything to promote?
2: No, just those three congratulations. Thank you guys I
1: for jumping on. appreciate you, Man, uh, thank you guys him. having Wilson, me. Wilson, what about you?
6: Um, look out for uh, the Port Finish Rye that's uh hitting up um, your favorite liquor stores. Again, we are big on our independent partnerships so look for your independent partnerships um on your independent stores within your hood if you can't find one hit us up we'll guide you to the next or the closest one to you hmm. also as a preview uh look out for something maybe within the next month form m- moi and um yeah that's all i'll say
1: much sure what that means, but awesome, Chris. Uh, once again, congratulations on the Bourbon Charity. Um, anything else to promote?
3: That is it. Thank you very much, as always, for having me on.
1: Shout out to Don. Um, it's Chris's wife.
3: <laughs> Shout out, Shout out to, to Don.
5: Yeah,
1: Don's awesome. Uh, for everybody else here at Keen Late Podcast, thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, and promote it to any of your friends if you enjoy the conversation that you just heard here over the last one hour and 42 minutes and 31 seconds.
2: Ciao. Cheers.
1: Cheers, guys.